Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. Welcome back to the Warrior Mindset. I'm joined again by my friend Aaron the Grizz Griswold. Sounds funny when you say it. <laughs> you like it that way? And, well, also, you've never called me Grizz. No, I don't. Um, but Should I? Uh, yeah, You'll well, like you, you already know that I don't care for labels at all. So. <laughs> I know you like it when I call you Grizz. Um, yeah, I... Well, you know, at work now. Are they calling you Grizz at work? Well, we had two. When I first joined a couple of years ago, there were two errands. This is a company of six, and we had two errands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Whoa. And so, you know, it was Aaron or other Aaron or Aaron or, you know, things like that. But <laughs> be nice. Uh, yeah, be nice. Um, but we, you know, finally I was like, I am tired of listening to everybody talk about Aaron and then Aaron and then what did Aaron do? I don't know what Aaron, anyway, so uh, I was like, listen, just call me Grizz. Just call me Grizz. And they're like, what? And I said, I like it. yes, exactly. T-Bone. <laughs> For those that are old like us and have watched Seinfeld, it's a really good episode of Seinfeld where George wants to have a cool nickname and he tries to he tries to get him to call him T-Bone. And so he's like, they're like, what do you want for lunch, George? He's like, I'll have a T-Bone. They're like, well, that sounds good. And the other guy's like, I like T-Bones. And they're like, that's your nickname. He's like, no. no. It's my <laughs> well, it's true. I, I, I feel like you can't give yourself a nickname. No, and you can't make other people give you. That's the cool thing about a real nickname. Is exactly. It's given to you by other people. Right. Unprompted. And it's like, damn. And that's why. And when you get a really cool nickname. Right. It's pretty cool. Well, just understand that I'm sure that there was somebody that that called me Grizz back in college. I don't think high school, um, but uh, but my nickname pretty much comes from a movie. Well, yeah, yeah, Griswold's, yeah, yes. We but know. but they would call Clark Griswold Grizz, or she would call. Besides Sparky, but somebody Sparky. would call him Grizz. Have you ever uh, been called Sparky? We can't talk about those times. <laughs> okay. On Moving on. <laughs> you sent me something. Um, routine versus evolution. Yeah. Talk a little bit about your daily routines. Yeah. What is your What is your morning routine? Jocko wakes up at four thirty. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was about to say f that guy, but um, but you know, I wake up at four. Well, that, yeah. Well, I kind of I, I want to start taking a picture of my watch at four and send and it, send it send to Jocko. Text. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I have his phone number. I was going to say, when you I get Jocko's phone number, you go DM ahead. on Instagram. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. And I'm sure that there are people that, that... Can you DM someone on Instagram if they don't follow you back? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I, I think it's Twitter you can. Yeah, one of them. But I could totally message him. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Just be a total troll and do it. <laughs> Every day. Yeah, but, you know, I would do it and I would set it up as a... Um, a a tweet or something that was scheduled by like <laughs> oh, later dot com. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take a picture once and then send. Anyway, so what's your morning routine? Okay, so what do you do every day? Um, it, it's it's <laughs> starting to change, right? Um, 
And so my morning routine for many years used to be wake up. Um, it's a good way to start. <laughs> <laughs> I'd start mine the same way, too. <laughs> you said we were allowed to curse on this show, right? <laughs> Not at me. Okay, gotcha. Um, after I did that part, uh, then I... I would not drink anything on purpose because I wanted to get my weight as oh, a, you. you know, sure. like a uh, sure. before the day starts. Um, right. Because then I'd go and write my in my journal. Um, I'd write in my journal, you know, my affirmations, my goals and everything. And I'd always <clears throat> uh, at some point I had like three main goals out of the 20,000 that I have, right. um, have, whatever philosophy you want to follow, I feel like you should have more than three goals um, or more than one goal. But anyway, so I'd, I'd, I'd put them as, you know, goal number one. It was usually about um, exercise, nutrition, weight, and everything. Oh, okay. Um, and so I wanted to see my weight. I would, you know, write the affirmation and the goal of what I was getting to, and then I'd record, um, you know, where I am. Mm. I'd also record the deviation from day to day um, through a three-day period. Jesus, I know. Um, I'm a nerd, um, but but it's you know Standard like deviation if deviation. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I was never good at the maths. <laughs> um, but I like if my goal was to like my current goal is to get down to 175, right? Um, and I hover between 180 and 185 right now, uh, so. It's to get down to 175 with 20% body fat. I'm 47. Um, so, and I'm 5'8". So, mm-hmm. for me, that's decent, I guess. Um, and so, I'd record what the weight is. Mm-hmm. I'd record what it was the past couple of days. And basically, the, the deviate, you know, the, the variant, um, you know, what it looked like um, compared to yesterday. Did I go mm-hmm. up or down? And, and not... You're loving the Whoop Band right now. Aren't oh you? God, thank you yeah, so much. I love you. I, That's uh, some crazy data. Well, you, I you got two of them. On? We're not videoing, oh. <laughs> but I've got my Whoop and my Fitbit on, oh and I look God. at them every day. Which one is more accurate? So I don't know. You don't have enough data yet? Well, no. So I've only had the Whoop for what ten days now, mm-hmm. and I've had the Fitbit for many years. Right. Um, and I do find, which we can get into tech talk at some point. Um, I do find that. My, I I base everything off of resting heart rate. Right. That's my and we've talked yeah, about that before. It, yeah. Um, but uh, that's my key indicator of how I'm actually doing. Mm-hmm. And so the whoop has me at a lower resting heart rate. It's in the uh, forty-three to forty-six area, whereas um, the Fitbit, which is on a different arm, um, has me at. Uh, 51 to 54. Okay. So it's, it's pretty close though. It's pretty close, but it's still, I don't, I mean, you think you're getting more blood circulation in one arm than the other? Uh, well, well, one's, yeah, well, one's a dominant arm too. So you should get, you got your whoop on your right arm. I've got my whoop on my dominant arm. You're left-handed, right? I am right-handed now. Yeah, I used to be. But that's a whole other story. Yeah, you get dropped on your head. And you oh. woke up. And no, right I stuck my finger in a. <laughs> I stuck a bobby pin in a socket when I was. There, there, anyway, there are several reports that say that 
the whoop band. So do you wear your Fitbit to sl- when you sleep? Yes. Oh, you do? Yeah. Wow, that's got to be uncomfortable. Uh, no, not, not now. I care. No, I don't care. I forgot. You're from. You're in the military. You can probably sleep anywhere. Yes, and I have. I remember you now at events, <laughs> just sleeping in closets and stuff. Um, that's um, interesting. But they are saying that there are several posts and news articles and stuff about the whoop band. They're using it experimentally, and they can predict COVID. They can predict uh, COVID indicators and things I, I, because they're because the, the resting, resting heart rate, resting heart rate, other factors. But right. I think it's based around that resting heart rate. Well, and it's uh, oh, damn it, I don't want to bring up the app, but I definitely will. Um, it has nothing to do with routine, but well, it kind of does um, because these are things I look at every single day. So this has become part of my routine. But looking at the whoop, they um, they look at the variability of your respiratory rate. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, so what they say right, is right, your right, right. your res- well for me well, right the now. The respiratory rate is a it's like an algorithm based on on your resting heart rate, heart rate yeah. and and they're, they're and making some extrapolations. So exactly. So again, any of this for those listening, I mean, any of this data, you have to take it with a grain of salt because right. it's just a device on your arm predicting things based on one statistical factor. Right. So they're they are making assumptions, but but in the case of whoop, they've been like. I don't. I have to look at the article. Are they? Are they predict? Well, it's a pretty high percentage. Are they predicting, or are they basically showing? You know, yes, well, these yeah, people have and all that right. Stuff, but um, I'm not sure. Okay. I mean, neither are they. That's why they're just putting the data out there. All right. I mean, it's still kind of cool to think that like I can wear this device and kind of keep track of my like real health in the yeah. pandemic. I mean, it's it's really interesting. No, that, and that that is. I mean, forget the you know the nerd part of it. It's um. If I if I had nothing else except for the heart rate monitor that would just tell me my resting heart rate, right. you know, and and whether that is, I you know, I know that um, like average resting heart rate is actually in the sixties or something is what I read recently, um, maybe from the article, one of the articles you sent me, but um, um, or something that Whoop sent me, I guess. Um, but you know, if I just had that, that would be enough. I feel to 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 go on and go, yeah, you know, because because I can definitely see when my resting heart rate goes up, mm-hmm. I start to feel like crap. Um, right. And and you know, I, I mean, yes, I, I feel like I'm in tune with my body enough to where I don't even have to look at that to know that you know I should be able to look at the app and go, yeah, duh. Right. Um, at this point, because yeah, I mean. You know, and I sent you some. I sent you a screenshot yesterday of my app. I'm like, what does this mean? Why? Right. I'm at thirty six percent. You know, yeah. capacity. Like, yeah. am I gonna die? But, um, but you know, and yeah, I'm feeling worn out because you know I've been working out a right. lot and right. and continuously, and today should have been a rest day anyway. So, right. um, yeah, it's and, cool. And get some sleep. Yeah, and the whoop for if you know whoop does the the. It, you can wear it when you sleep and it has a specific sleep thing yeah. that it does. So it like, it knows when you're sleeping, right. which is creepy. kind of weird after a while. Cause it, it really gets, it gets pretty accurate. But yeah. then you, you feed it notes on like, how was your sleep? What did right. you do before? Did you right. drink any caffeine? You sleep in the same bed with someone right. or they wrestle. Like it just keeps going right. on and on. And then you can start to look at those, uh, correlating factors yeah. over time. No, I, it's interesting. I, I love looking at that because I, you know, and and, and actually I, I looked, 
in relation to my goals that I write down every day, which is part of my daily <laughs> routine, um, I looked at my Fitbit data for the past, you know, year, mm-hmm. and I could see, you know, hey, mm. you know, I ballooned up to this, to 200 pounds, yeah. and here was my resting heart rate, which was high, and here was my body fat percentage, which was high. Right, but then also, based on my journal, these were the emotional things that I was yes. going through, and, you know, I had... Maybe I don't know. I'm just making shit up. No, like, it's so true. To another job, or right. like, You know, you got a raise, or whatever. Like whatever the. Thing I was. felt like the impending yeah. doom was coming from a pandemic that yeah, we have no idea what's going on. Three months in a row. Oh well, yeah. Everybody around you sick. And then <laughs> you know, then it worked out like a fiend right. because it was like this is not good anymore. Um. So it, so, yes, I I like it because they're indicators of. It, you know, in a previous podcast we talked about accountability partners. Yeah, <laughs> this Fitbit and this Whoop on my arms are accountability partners in a way. Your battle so, buddies are robots. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, they should be sometimes. Well, so the whole point of this is yes. routine versus evolution. Yeah. is what you sent me. Okay, what is the tipping point or breaking point in your good routines that get you to a certain level? Need to evolve to get you to the next next level. That is life, journaling, sports, exercise, work, blah blah blah. Right. So. Which, that's my point, though. That's why I brought that up then, because at what point is too much data too much versus getting you off track from remembering why the hell you bought a Whoop in the first place? All right. Well, so so, <laughs> so let's go to something that we started talking about before we started recording um, earlier, which was if you go on Medium and read about people's, you know, this is my daily routine right. that you should follow. Well, I've read so many posts now about other people's daily routines that, you know, that is great for them. Mm-hmm. And most of them are people who write on Medium. So it's, yeah. you know, like I have other things I do. And and no offense, but most of them are like, you know, in their 20s. Yes. Great. We're in a different station of life. Yeah. I have a different routine. Like, yeah. I have to wake up earlier yeah. so that my kids aren't awake and my right. wife's not awake so that I can get things done yeah. on there because, yeah. you know, I need to get other things done mm-hmm. um, later on uh, for myself and for them. So, Absolutely. so I kept looking into that, looking into that. And then, um, you know, I. I gratitude journal, I journal, I, I put my goals out every single day. It's changed slightly this year because I have a different journal that actually helps me like meditate on different ideas mm-hmm. um, and, and quotes and gives me different question prompts, basically. Right. Um, but so so that's why I say that my, my daily routine is changing slightly, but I, I'm still doing the same kind of thing that I've been doing for the past 10 years, mm-hmm. which is writing about how I'm thinking, feeling, and and doing, mm. um, and what I feel like I need to do in order to get to my, you know, to wherever it is. Right. But what I was asking you was, you know, do you do the same thing every morning, generally? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Mine, mine is not, uh, my morning is not, um, Typical. So yeah. I have a very atypical, I'm not special, but I have a very atypical life. Like I get up at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. I am at the gym by 4.30. Right. I'm coaching classes by 5 a.m. And then I coach another class at 6 a.m. 
right? So that time between 4 and 4.30 is super important. Right. Because, you know, I have to get my ass up, <laughs> get coffee in the system, right? get my head on straight, figure out what I'm going to do, because because when I go to those classes, I have to be a professional. You have to be ahead of your students, too. Yeah, So, yeah. which is not hard, because at 5 a.m., most human beings are not quite <laughs> there yet, which if anybody from the 5 a.m. class is listening to this, you know what I'm talking about, and you know who you are. But get with the program. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you have to. I mean, you have to not be a dick. You can't be like, well, you know, have a sleep and like, sure, screw you guys, do whatever. You know, it's you a, have to be an example. Yeah, they're paying you for right. the service, so I have to kind of get myself straight. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to give that up ever because by the time it's all done, by seven o'clock hits, mm-hmm. I'm in full, full mode. Yeah, like it's just get home get my shit, get back out and start doing stuff. And by right. noon, I'm usually pretty much done with my day mm-hmm. in terms of like, you know, from that eight o'clock until noon, like the, the nuts and bolts work that I have to do, I'm usually done with it because I'm just, I'm just going, you yeah. know, and I'm already there. Whereas I feel like most people by around 11 or noon, they're just kind of like getting into the swing of things. Right. Well, and, but that is, so I feel like I have a leg up on a lot of people that way. Right. Um, so I don't want to give it up. No. But again, I do that because on the days when I don't do that, I don't do any of that. <laughs> well, exactly. Like, yes. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like zero. Like, I don't even, I'm just like kind of half-assing it. All right. And, I, and that usually carries itself like later into the afternoon. So that is exactly why people come up with people evolve into people have daily routines absolutely so that the details of it i don't really think it matters i I think i think that's what you're getting at the the details of like i drink two and three third cups of tea and then i sit in a corner and stare at my plant like i don't think it matters i'm mocking medium but kind of am right but like that's normal (laughs) but like I think the details are like whatever right. you need it to be. You know? And and so there's your baseline, mm-hmm. I think. And, and you know. Like Jocko's is very simple. Gets up at 4.30. He works out. Right. Then he does his breakfast and he goes to work. Right. It's not complicated. No. But my my main question in all of this is, let's say you do the same thing for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And people develop routines yep. just like let's associate it with business, mm-hmm. um, with a franchise. Mm. People buy franchises because of the systems. Sometimes they buy it because of a brand that they want to, you know, to leverage. But they but a good franchise has systems that a franchisee would follow. And as soon as you deviate from that franchises systems, things could go really well, but they oh, usually yeah. don't. Okay, right. they usually go right. downhill because right. a good franchise has set up all the things that you need to do on a consistent daily routine basis. Right. Like, that's why Chick Fil A doesn't sell hamburgers. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and and so. Because they know that that routine, those systems will get you from point A of starting out mm. to, let's just say point Z of, of continually. Yay! Yeah. Um, especially Chick Fil A, but um, we had, but we have a, we need to have a whole estim, a whole episode on 
Chick-fil-A. I have I have a friend whose name is Aaron who actually is owner of one of the Chick-fil-A's. I will tell Ooh. you <laughs> two things. Quick sidebar. Yeah. We, we can go down a rabbit hole, but we we're will. not going to. Sorry. Um, I won't. First off, Chick-fil-A. They are the Navy SEALs of getting you your food. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes. I, I don't know how many times I've heard and seen on the internet, too. And then that, secondly, why, since, since the government seems to be having a problem deploying the COVID right. vaccines, why don't we just throw Chick-fil-A like a trillion dollars and mm-hmm. be like, y'all just vaccinate everybody. That's right. It's just a drive-through. Just when you're giving them the chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. give them the shot. Yeah. They will have you... They will cure this pandemic done. so fast. It'll be done. <laughs> it's just me. This <laughs> I don't think it's just me. I think it would work. Yes. All right. Back okay. to the morning routine. Okay. So so the franchise model, they, they want you to get to – you will continue to, to – that. I guess the growth will continue to go up and up. You know, there will be peaks and valleys. There will be some cycles and everything – on seasonality, blah, blah, blah. But for the most part, that your growth chart continues to go up with those mm. same routines. Okay. Right? So associate that with yourself. If you've done the same thing for 10 years mm. and you are seeing a good steady growth in yeah. revenue, in health, in, you know, whatever area of your life that you want it, that you are tracking. Right. Then at what point... Do you? I don't want to say abandon anything, but at what well, point should be, do you evolve? At what point yeah. do you say that's a good word for it? Yeah. How how can I modify my routine that has gotten me to here? But I also know that you know here is not where I want to be. I want to be up here. Right. So looking at my hand, it goes higher. What and because you know, damn it, that routine that I've had mm-hmm. has done really well for me. Yeah, it's like Bruce Lee says, man. Like, use what is useful, discard what is useless. What's left, make it uniquely your own. But if you've done, <laughs> if you've done decently well for a certain amount of time, how do you know what's useless? I think that here's what I do, and it's not just a morning routine. And I, I think, I think you're. What gets you going in in your day is important mm-hmm. because you want to get going in a healthy way. You right. want to be positive right. in terms of creating output. You know what I mean? Like most of, let's face it, most of our jobs, we, we make shit for people or mm-hmm. we're moving the widget left to right for people. Whatever the hell it is you're doing. Right. you got to do that. Whatever it is that makes you do the thing, you should do that constantly. The, I think what what I do is uh, it's that concept of Kaizen. Mm-hmm. It's that concept of continuous improvement. Um, and I, I learned this through my journey through martial arts, and that is, you know, whatever you're doing, you do have an end state in mind. Like, and I, I know that's what you have. You have yeah. these goals, and these are the things I want to achieve. And I have goals, too. And the goal can be kind of ambiguous. Mm-hmm. It can be very specific. Sure. It could be a certain amount of money in the bank, whatever it needs to be. It can be a certain amount of, you know, things that you're collecting. It could be weight. It could be weight Body, loss. It yeah, could be, you right. know, whatever. Um, you could have a very fixed goal or you could have, like, not so fixed goals. You know, what, whatever it is. But it's that journey of continually improving to get there. I think whatever you're doing, if you hold it to that 
uh, litmus, you yep. know, like whatever you're doing, is it getting me there? I think it's good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when it gets in your way, you got to get rid of it. Yeah. That could be, you know, the snooze button. It could be a person. It could be, you know, your car. I don't, I don't know. It could be whatever it is. I think right. you have to then your next goal is to o- overcome that thing. And that's sort of how you get there, you mm-hmm. know? And that's sort of what you're talking about. Like, if, you know, waking up at 4 a.m. every day really helps you, you should do that every day. Right. You shouldn't abandon it just because you're like, I want to try something different. Yeah. I think. Um, because on the other side of that is also discipline, right? You, I mean, you have this goal that you're trying to achieve, this journey you're trying to go on, this place you're trying to get to. You're not going to get there unless you have some level of discipline. Because discipline equals... <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jocko. Freedom. Discipline yeah. equals freedom. It's on my Jocko <laughs> discipline go drop I'm, of thunder. I'm opening this one now. <laughs> These are good. These are energy drinks, by the way. Ooh, I like jump that. jump around by the end of this episode. Yeah, well... Um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you've got to develop something, mm-hmm. and that something is discipline. And, it, and people hear the word discipline, and it means different things to different people. Sure. I, but I think whatever, however you want to define it, it, is just doing that thing, no matter what, that gets you towards your goal. Right. But also, did I put this in here? I should. Um, there's a, it's one of these I think I have somewhere in here for a later show, but it's that um, people underestimate people overestimate what they can do in a week but they underestimate what they can do in a year yeah that's true (laughs) right you know what i mean so a small amount of continuous improvement one it's painless and two it can move mountains but trying to change your world in 24 hours can be damn near impossible right and and can often result in failure and often results in you just abandoning everything yeah so my point to what you said is if, you know, that I think that's the breaking point, you know, is that you're not actually getting, you know, you notice it. But you have to be in a place where you're like you journal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily journal like that. I, I kind of just do it more in a creative way when, when something's flowing and I want to record it or yeah. whatever, a thought. Um, I don't journal in a very disciplined manner like you do every well, this day. This is a journal. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but you do have to be in a position where you're paying attention yeah. to what you're doing. But that's also part of the daily task. It's also part of the routine. It's part of the discipline that you're generating. All right. Well, does that help at all? No, it does. <laughs> but 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 you know, I I think previous podcasts we're talking about a quote and 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 oh, I'm gonna get everything wrong here. But um, <clears throat> but. Um, we're about being afraid to do things and and being afraid of change and 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 doing right. the things that need to be done in order to to change. And you know, I I I can look at both sides of things. I can look at routines and go, well, that's always worked for me, and it's brought me to the place that I am now. And so, if I continue to do it that way, then it will continue to push me forward. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's the thing that I'm afraid of is, you know, really focusing on something else and and still try to continue. Maybe maybe it's the 80-20 rule, you know, of I will continue to do 80% of the things I do in my routine 
which I know that work. Mm-hmm. And I've got to figure out which 20%, you know, that I need to improve upon. You know, maybe that's writing my goals differently. Maybe that's mm. thinking about things differently. Maybe that's, you know, I, I, I don't know. But, but I think that there's always the reason that even if we have routines that maybe we don't evolve out of those routines mm. and the routines can be great. The routines yeah. can be bad. Oh yeah. Um, and, and, um, it can be a crutch too. True. And so, you know, a, you know, when should we evolve? Mm-hmm. B, you know, what is the thing that we need to do to evolve? C, you know, how afraid, how much fear do I have about doing that new thing mm-hmm. to evolve because it's always a risk. Yeah. You know, again, I've been doing well. You know, if I do this one thing, it could, I could, right. you know, skyrocket. Yeah. I could also I'm tank. my whole plan up. Right. Yeah. And, and, and again, maybe that's a daily routine. Maybe that's yeah. something at work, you know. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, consistency is key, but when when are you like water? Right. You know, I, yeah, I, um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know that most people are there. I don't, you know. I think most people are. I'm not saying that if you are working on these things, they're at a higher level necessarily as people. I'm saying I don't think most people are to the point where they are paying that much attention. I don't know that yeah. that um, on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, you're not like okay. I'm going to change this percentage of my effort, and then you know whatever. It's, right. It's a little more subconscious, I think. Um, so you know, I think one thing you could do is be at the point where you are able to pay attention to those things. Sure. You know, like right. that is that is the first step. Um, making sure you are, if it's writing things down, writing things down. If mm-hmm. it's Talking to someone else is talking to someone else. Talking to your phone, whatever. Right. But like getting to that point where you are able to pay attention to those things. Right. And then you can start to see what those things that you're asking or you're talking about are. Um, and you kind of see them clearly. And I don't know that at that point it's such a big hurdle. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't know that at that point things <clears throat> seem so risky. And if it is, and you're like, wow, you know, that seems like a big risk to try that thing. You should mm-hmm. probably break that down. Yeah, into smaller tasks or smaller percentages or pieces, whatever it is. But you know what I mean. I, that's, yeah. that's that's my gut on it. Is that like it's probably because you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. If if you're just kind of reacting to something like I want to try this new thing, but I'm kind of scared to do it. Well, you should probably take a moment and and reflect on why are you scared to do it. What is that coming from? Right. You know what I mean. Try a little self-actualization of like, well, is it because I might look stupid in front of people while I'm doing it, and so that's causing me anxiety to not do it, even though I really need to do it. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, going to a workout class. You know what I mean? Like I know a lot of people that won't come to classes at the gym mm-hmm. because they don't want to look out of shape. They will say, or even starting martial arts, they'll right. say like, "Well, when I get in shape, I'll come to your class." Yeah, I'm like, well, whatever routine that is. Please send it to me because I want to do that routine <laughs> stat. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I, that I is a very awesome routine you probably have figured out to get you in shape before you can start doing this stuff. Hmm. You know, it's just like, eh, 
But what is that? You know, what is that that causes people not want to do that? Yeah. Just kind of breaking that down into the surface. Well, you know, something you said about what what is in there of this new thing, and maybe it's a new goal. Yeah, yeah. But but in this new thing, um, the the Michael Hyatt, um, oh, damn it, the full focus uh, thing that he does uh, when. Like I've gone through a class and and I have the planner and the journal and everything, um, but when he is talking about goals, the and new goals, the first thing that they ask you to do is besides stating what the goal is and mm-hmm. stating it clearly and everything, um, is to put like one or two steps that you could fall over in order to get to right. your goal. And, and, and so, like, you know, you're ba- okay, if your goal is to make $50,000 a month, yeah. okay, and you're making, I don't know, $50 a week. Right. All right. Um, that's a pretty lofty goal. That's a long way to go. That's a long way to go. So what is the first thing that you need to do that, you, again, you could fall over that task, right. you know, which is, you know, Sit down and I mean, it might be as easy as sit down and write your goal. Right. Like there's something yeah, you can do. Gamifying it a little bit. To right. Kind of chalk up some wins. Of right. Real positivity. Yeah. Exactly. And 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 that is the thing that if you get if you get the win the small win, mm-hmm. and then what's the next small thing that you could do? Um, the incremental things that you yep. can do in order to get yep. Talk to about building momentum. Exactly. Yeah. And and so I like. And that's what I mean. Like. Like at the gym, dude, like somebody comes in mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, I, I need to lose 40 pounds. All right. It's the, you know, we learned early on the, the wrong thing to do is to immediately start talking about how to shop at a grocery store, mm-hmm. you know, where oh, the yeah. calorie intake should be. Right. What does, you know, paleo mean? Like whatever the hell it is. Right. The first thing you got to do is start helping them build good habits and momentum. Right. That's the first step. If they're eating four cheeseburgers a day, mm-hmm. which you see one, okay. <laughs> like I mean, like you know what I mean. Like, I, yeah. And I'm using a far example, yeah. but like you know, that person is they're gonna have a hard time, yeah. Like going from that to like nothing but salads, yeah. And I'm generalizing, but it's just to like we gotta build momentum first. But you know. That person watching their macros uh-huh. on what they're eating, it doesn't matter. Well, and, and and I think that's where you're you're saying too that that I have, you have. I mean, we're both forty seven. Mm-hmm. We've gotten to a place to where we. Oh yeah, your life experience is different than the twenty seven year old. True, but but we've gotten to a place to where we can we can look at those things to figure out how do we get better. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're twenty six. You know, you can do those things too. Yep. You may not know, you know, and actually, there's more technology now to help you than yeah, when sure. we were trying to do at 26. But, um, but, you know, I am at a station in life to where I can I dedicate some time mm-hmm. every morning in my morning routine to look at these things, um, so that so that I I I can yeah, decide what the change right. Yeah. Um, but. It sounds but, like it's a big part of your accountability plan. Well, it is, and, and but I was also thinking about you know the the person that comes into your gym, um, that is not there yet. 
So they shouldn't be checking macros. They shouldn't be doing it. Like, no, like, it's so a waste of time. Zig Ziglar, you know, I mean, what, he came, he's a professional speaker, came in. Yeah, he's, I think he's passed away. I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, dead or not. Um, but, you know, he, he. I think he was also, I don't know if he was Amway or not, um, but he was definitely associated with a lot of that. Um, yeah, he died in 2012. Okay. Rip. Um, but just this one thing that he said was he wanted, he wanted to lose 40 pounds. Mm. And so when I want to go out and lose, like I wanted to lose 20 pounds. And so I went out and ran for four <laughs> miles. Right. And you know what? The next day. You were hurt. You I run. could not run again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so, the, you know, what, yes. what he talked about was, you know, the first day. I went and I ran to the end of the block. Right. That's why the whole couch to 5K thing yes. is like so popular. Yes. I mean. Because you, you were just. Josh get, Clark, right? Don't we. Did we meet him? I think it's Josh Clark. Uh, I have to look that up. But okay. Like, um, yeah, I think it's a friend of ours. Okay. Who came up with that. I mean, he opened, like it was open source. And so the whole yeah, world yeah. stole it, but he doesn't care. But yeah. Um, but sorry. But no, track. No. But, no, um, no, no, but that's why that works so well because yeah. it's like day one is not run a half marathon. Day right. one is like run to the corner and back, right? Or walk to the corner and back. Walk. Oh yeah, his. I think his was walk to the yeah. corner and he was winded, and and you should be if you haven't been go doing to it. the exactly. But but the thing is 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 we all want that change in twenty four hours that you're talking about, do, and we that's want, where we fail. God, we want instant gratification so bad, right? So. <laughs> so Yes, I do. That's what I preach. I preach the Kaizen principle. I, yeah. keep, I keep slowing down. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Just one percent. Just like you're talking about saving or making fifty thousand a month, saving money, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If you don't save anything, you're right. not saving anything. True. You know. I look at that like what is it Shark Tank where they're always like debating over percentage of businesses, and I'm like, bro, you know, just take of it. Zero is still zero. Exactly. <laughs> like, just take it. Yeah, just, yeah. My my kids watch that with me, and they're yeah. like, why didn't they take it? And I like, because they thought they knew better. I know. They're like, twenty five percent of a billion is a lot. Yes. Go with that. <laughs> yeah. Go. No, but yeah. But, you know, what's five percent in the long run? Huh? Yeah. Come on, huh? bro. I know. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, walk to the corner, man. At least right. you moved. You know, your goal is to move. Right. Then your goal later is to move a little bit better. Exactly. You know, by the end of six months, your goal should be run around the block. Right. Moving really well. You right. Know? There now, you go. And 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 I I think I've heard you say, or maybe something you wrote, um, and I've seen it other places too. That you know that one percent every single day, you know, it has a cumulative effect. Dude. Huge. And sometimes those one percent things that you do, they're they are actually worth eighty percent. You just don't know it at the time. That's right. I'll tell you. I, this is talking about saving money. I have this program. I don't know what you call it. It's called Acorns. Yeah, I've got everybody's heard of Acorns. Yeah. I set it up like two years ago, mm-hmm. and it was like rounding up. Like I mean, whatever. It's yeah. A fraction of a penny. Or whatever. Top it off. It's like like. 10 bucks a month. Yep. And I got a new phone. And my apps, like, it just, like, I'd never, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then. You forgot that you had the app? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm not rich, but, like, no. I was like, oh, five bucks. I'm like, well, it's going, you know, I saw it in my, like, monthly statement. And I'm like, well, it's going somewhere. Like, it's not going away. Yeah. It's like five bucks a month. We'll just, and I, I literally forgot about it. Yep. 
And so I keep a bank account that I just put like 200 bucks a month in. It just automatically transfers. And I use it for like bullshit, like lunches or coffee or whatever. Right. And when it's empty, I don't use it, you know, and it just does that every month. That's what it's pulling from. Right. And uh, I just checked it a couple months ago. It's like three grand in there. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. And I completely forgot about it. But that's, that is that principle in effect that if you do that one little thing every day. Mm-hmm. It's the magic of compound interest, also, but that's a whole other thing. But <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> no, but in it, the same well, it's effect. yes, because burning calories works very similarly. They are all routines that, if you do them, then the science behind them usually works. Um, yeah, my acorns. Um, <laughs> my acorns. My <laughs> shut up about my acorns. Um, yeah, I, I mean, looking at it real quick, it, it's. I, I think I added, you know, like throwing in five bucks a week. Um, I I will I will say I am lucky enough to where I can throw in five bucks a week, you know, twenty bucks a month. Um, oh, so you use it too? Yeah, I do, and I don't think about it. And you know, I do look at my bank statement every while and go, what? Why did I spend five dollars on? So- oh, um, but so I mean, five bucks is like. Starbucks one day. I know. <laughs> exactly. And 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 so if you do that they and should sponsor the show. They should. Starbucks. We're calling I'm you. About acorns, but oh they yeah, acorns, uh, uh, what he said. Both. What he said. Yes. That'd be yes. And then we can put more money in acorns. Ooh. Um but walnuts. <laughs> I'm gonna start an app called walnuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be ten dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, genius. <laughs> um, but it's it's those routines that um jeez oh, it, it's it's important. Well, Steve Jobs. Right. Steve Jobs were in the same damn thing every single day. Yeah. But but you know, I know that there's a quote behind it or whatever, but his rationalization was it's one less decision that I have to make every single day so that I can make more important decisions. So that routine of never, yeah, yeah, I, I, I am definitely well, not he, there. And he's talking, and we're not going to get to okay. it because I think you have to go shortly, but, um, Oh, we need to do more of these, but, uh, I'll pull this out for the next time we do it, which we're talking about, uh, burnout yeah. and then like taking breaks and stuff like that. What he's, I think what he's going for there, he's talking about like, decision fatigue right mm-hmm, so in mm-hmm. and, and i'm going to tie this back to the routine in that a good routine morning routine whatever your daily work day whatever right. um it can really help you with that decision fatigue and yes. the overall emotional fatigue you can feel from having to constantly uh, make decisions and i'll tie this back to my wife too and this is a this is like an age-old joke which is like, you know... You're already going in the wrong direction, like, by hey, the way. Maybe you want to go to dinner? Where do you want to oh, go? Oh, right, yes. Know, where do you want to go? Right, Let's yeah. go here. Why well, don't want to go there? Yeah. Well, let's go here. Why well, don't want to go there? And you're like, well, fuck it. Where do you... Like, fucking tell me where you want to go. And right. you get in a fight. That's just decision fatigue. Yes. Yeah. You just, you, at the end of the day, you're like, I don't want to think about any other shit that I have to figure out. Right. You know? I told Melanie once, and I will never tell her again. Love you, honey. Uh, she asked me about something... And I said, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to make a decision Yeah. because I've made decisions all day long yeah, and I just don't want, yeah. 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 And that didn't, that probably didn't go well uh, <laughs> for me. Well, that's, that's the, you know, right. the symptom of a problem, but like a good morning routine can really, or, you know, or the, or 
again, it's not just about the, you know, what do you do when you wake up? And right. Five things. It's about that, the thing that gets you going, the yes. thing that sustains you, whatever right. that, try to make those into routines. Um, because I think it can help with that burnout and that, yeah. that decision fatigue or like emotional fatigue or, you know, whatever, right. um, you know, Greg fatigue, like whatever you want to talk about, but like, um, it can help with that. Yeah. And I think that's really what that comes down to mm-hmm. because when you're tired, you're fatigued and you don't feel like doing anything. Right. The last thing you're going to do is work on your goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why you should do these things in the morning if you can, or when, that's that why back. saving money can be hard because if if you got a bunch of bills to pay, yeah. the last thing you want to do is think about saving five hundred bucks. Right, but if you do it and just put it away, you know the the yeah. hiding hiding money in your checkbook from yourself. My wife does that. Yeah, I don't do that because I spend it. No. But well, yeah, exactly. I have but no discipline when it comes to that. I, but but that's why something like Acorns is a routine that I'm following that I don't even know that I'm following on a on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. That you know, yes, you look, great. you look forward, and you go, oh wow, look how look, uh, yay me! Yeah, and it's painless as it as it hurts. I, I right. think a good a good morning routine can do that for you. Yeah, it can get you sort of pointed in the right direction. And 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 yeah, it, it does. And and it and the damn snooze button fights directly against that. It does. <laughs> Maybe we can talk about the snooze button next time. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the snooze button. <laughs> I hate I hate the snooze button. I, I, I hate the snooze I button. I hate and love the snooze button all at the same time, That's why Gene. I hate it, exactly. It feels good. That's right. It's <laughs> it's <laughs> all right, man. Another good episode. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, if there's anything we can help you with on any of these topics, anything I can research or come to your house and make you wake up on time. Creepy. So creepy um, we'd love to help you. So hit us up. And until next time, get after it, y'all. <laughs>